for joining us for another lesson taught by Dr. Jeffrey Harris, Senior Pastor of Antioch Fellowship Church in Florence, South Carolina. We are reaching the lost, making disciples and enjoying life. We pray that this lesson is a blessing to you as you walk in your God-given purpose. Now, here is the message. So tonight we're talking about the power of right relationship. Turn your Bibles to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, and we're going to look at this. I want to say this. There are seven basic relationships that I talked about, and I'm going to let you know what these seven basic relationships are. Everybody, I don't care who you are, you will encounter uh, one or uh, all seven of these basic relationships. You cannot live on this earth by yourself. Success is never a one-man show. If you're going to be successful, you always have to have somebody uh, to push you along, somebody to show you the way. Amen? The Bible said in Ecclesiastes, I think, chapter 3, I believe that said there's nothing new under the sun. In other words, somebody done did what you're trying to do. Somebody already accomplished what you're trying to accomplish. So I find me a pattern in the earth, somebody who already done what I'm trying to do, and I hook up with that. Amen? And that way, you know, uh, life experience is not the best teacher. Uh, that's an old traditional religious saying that, that'll mess you up. No, I don't have to bump my head to, to learn. When you come to me and your head bust open, the boys are to the white meat. Uh, you know, I know that hurt. <laughs> that to the white meat, the boys say, that means you got a deep cut. That means a band-aid won't help that. You need some <laughs> stitches or some staples. Amen. So anytime you come like that, you tell me, Pastor, I, you know, I just went through this door and a piece of, it's a piece of iron there. And uh, that's how I got, you see the white meat, right? You know, you cut so, you cut so deep it ain't bleeding no more. And you know, that's, that's really deep. So I will, now watch this now. I will be a, I will be a fool, uh, not ignorant, but a fool to walk through that same door. So life experience is not the best teacher. So if I've been in a relationship that I know that, uh, you know, some things happen in a relationship and I can come back and tell you some things, amen, to help you. Now, you, you something wrong if you go through the same thing I done went through when I done told you that you're going to see some white meat. Oh, y'all don't want to work with it. So, so that's the a basic relationship that we need to deal with. Remember, I'm talking about the right relationship, the power of right relationship. Watch this very closely because I always take this text when I'm teaching anything about relationships because this is very true. Uh, first Corinthians 15 and 33. Now watch this scripture in this context. Are you there? The on three, let's read. One, two, three, read. Do not be deceived. Stop there. Stop there. Do not be what? Now, now, the very reason he said do not be, that means what? You can be, right? In other words, when you when somebody says do not be, that means you have a choice to be or not to be. In other words, there are people that are deceived because they take this scripture, they look at it, they read it, but they don't yield to it. Watch this now. Evil company, the original King James said evil communication, but it's not talking about really talk, it's talking about relationship here. Evil company corrupts good manners or good habit. Now it says that, and so he said here, don't be deceived and think. You can keep company with people who are ungodly and you don't become ungodly. Now what do you mean, Pastor? I'm not saying you cannot be a witness for God. 
Because you got to go to the folks who are in darkness because you're a light. I want to bring a balance to you and let you know this. But what I'm saying is I can't indulge in their character or their conduct. Amen. The only reason they're going to come to God because they're going to see my character and they're going to see my conduct. Amen. Even though I make them go where they're at and witness to them. But they can't be my hanging buddy. Are you witness? Because the Bible says he will come to corrupt good manners. So we want to understand that. So the right relationship is that I will keep company with those with light, precious faith. But yet I will always be a witness for the kingdom of God. Amen. I will always go with, with their darkness because I'm light. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And darkness can never overtake the light. But when you hang with the evil company, the Bible says that it'll corrupt your good habits or your good, good uh, manners. Amen. So we want to make sure that we be in the right relationship. Now, there are seven basic relationships. Uh, the first relationship is a domestic relationship. It's the family, you know, relationship. Number two is kingdom or the church relationship. Number three is what? The business relationship or commerce or economics. Number four is what? Casual relationship. They're people you meet on a day-to-day basis. I mean, they don't know nothing about you. They think you got it together. Amen. Because they really ain't got close to you. So they don't know your flaws. Your, you, they don't know your flaws, your flakes and all that. Amen. They, they, they don't know that. So, so, so you know, they think you're holier than thou. Amen. Come on now. But once they get close to you now, the real us start to be revealed to people. Amen. And But that's what the body of Christ have to come to a place where they be able to accept your flaw. I didn't say compromise with your unrighteous living. I said accept your flaw. Amen. Because everybody has flaws. Are you hearing me? I'm not talking about the practice of unrighteous living. That's not what I'm talking about because I never compromise with that. But I'm talking about the body of Christ had to get to a place where no one, they can understand that nobody's perfect. So the people you meet on a uh, day-to-day basis, casual relationship, number five is friendship. It's those you call your friend. You do not have a friend if they don't tell you when your breath smell bad. No, 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 no. You're laughing because I said breath. No, no, a friend will tell you you got bad breath. A friend, a friend, they might not tell you, but they'll offer you a mint. Be careful with folk offering mints. No, 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 because, you know, if I'm getting ready to teach, and I'm up here getting ready to teach, and I got something all hanging out my nose around my face, and Pastor Gwen see it and don't tell me I'm all on a, around the world. Come on now. No, she got some now, Pastor. Come on here for a minute. She get a, she get a, a handkerchief and wipe my face like she wipes on my nose, you know, and gonna take care of things. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 you cannot, no, 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 see, it's not a friend that lets you uh, uh, go through life and they know you in the air and don't tell you the truth. That's not a friend. The Bible says faith for the wounds of a friend than the deceitfulness of the kisses of, see, see, the enemy will kiss you on your jaw and cut your throat. Be careful, folk kissing on you. A friend will tell you the truth. I'm not talking about make fun of you. That's different. You know, that's not a friend who make fun of you. You know, always embarrass you in front of people. You know how people do? You know, they're always down you, then they laugh about it. That ain't too funny to me. Me and you going to talk in private. 
No, you cut a joke every time we ride a crowd. We, yeah, yeah, we go, yeah, yeah, we go, we, you know, every time you ride a crowd, you, 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 you cutting a joke on me. Okay. We gonna talk. Amen. That's not a problem. I'm talking about when, when something is going wrong and you call your prayer partner, your prayer partner said, look, the Bible says this. You know, just accept it, pray, and let's go forward. Amen. You know, you call, you know, you call a friend. They say, yeah, you know, I, yeah, I get them too. You know, come on now. I'm going to tell you how to plan it. You know, no, 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 no. I done got them before. I know how to get folk. You ain't no friend and you're a Christian. Ain't no, that's not a friend. A friend said, no, no, this ain't the way you, God wouldn't, God wouldn't do it this way. You see. Amen. So then you got number six, you got courtship, where, you know, people court and stuff. And I said this before, you know, uh, a lot of time it's no need to try something out. I understand dating and stuff like that. Uh, but, but, you know, just, just for single folk, you know, you date, but, you know, don't be trying out stuff. Amen. Amen. Number seven, partnership. That means equal sacrifice, equal commitment. I say you can you can have membership but not be a partner. I want partners and members, but I want all partnership. Amen. Amen. That means we sacrifice a lot and we commit to the same thing. As a believer in a relationship, God expects you to be what the godly influence. Somebody say, I am the godly influence. In any relationship, in all seven relationships, God expects for His people to be the godly influence. Let me, I'm in charge. If we go to dinner, I'm going to pray. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all may not care anything about praying because y'all, y'all don't pray no way. You know, you know, when you meet with folks, hey, talk about you guys out here now. Y'all start looking at me like that. Um, when I say you all, I'm talking about the folks you go out to dinner with. Some folks don't pray over there at dinner. You know. But you pray because you're the godly influence. Amen. That's why if you go to if you go to lunch with unsaved uh, people, you always drive your car so you can control the environment. I say that again. You see, see if you're on the car with them and you're sitting in the back and they reach out of the seat and get them something, what can you do? You own their car, you can't do nothing. So when you you go into uh, lunch with un, unsaved people, you always drive your vehicle so you can control the environment. I'm just giving you some wisdom, that's all. Because they messing around, they want to go buy a house that you don't want me seeing at. You setting up in there. So you drive your car, amen? You always want me the godly influence and the righteous consciousness. That means wherever I'm at, my mind is on God. If I'm on my job, I'm thinking about God. Amen? I got to be God conscious wherever I'm, I'm at. Are you hearing me? Uh, no, no, no. My husband may not see me. My wife may not see me. The pastor may not see me. The deacon, the, uh, the minister, the elder may not see me, but I know God. I always got to have a God conscious. Are you hearing me? What, what I'm saying? Even though if I go into a place where the darkness and I'm the light, guess what? I st- I'm still God conscious in this place. I'm still listening to the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit may say, leave. They don't want God. 
And the Holy Spirit may say, listen, call them, get them, but don't stay here because they're getting ready to raid this place. You better get up out of here. No, and you stand there talking about, nah, I'm going to win this one. <laughs> then you like this. They're taking you out. One of, then took out. No, you got to be careful now. I'm telling you what I know. You got to be careful people's house you go up in. That's right. You don't never know who they are. That's why I never advise two women to go inside of a house. You stay outside. You know, don't never confine yourself to, you know, you need some space. Don't never back yourself in a corner. You need some space. Amen. That's, that's why, that's why, you know, um, you know, you need to know some self-defense tactics. Yeah. Now, some of y'all, why I don't need to know that? Brother Ty, don't teach them. <laughs> don't teach something. Don't teach something why that. Because they're going to put something on. They're going to put that. Boy, don't teach, don't teach something why I self-defense. Now, I know, I know a few of them already going to come in like this. But in a relationship, in a relationship, you got to be, come on now, y'all know I'm telling the truth. Then why, then why I know that self-defense, you make a mad, I already want to get you in the house for leaving that gas need on E. Not clean out that go raw and clean that car when you bowl to. They want to get you. But when they learn that self-defense, they're going to say, bring it on. No, 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 but you always, you always want to be the godly influence. Somebody said, I am the godly influence. Am the godly influence. And in a relationship. And you always want to be the righteous consciousness. You want to be God conscious wherever you go. Amen. Amen. Now, you never want to hide your light. Uh, in other words, the Bible says don't put the light on a bushel. Amen. You always want to be a witness. But you want to make sure you hear from God when you're talking to people, when you're going places. Amen. Amen. You got to be tuning. You got to have your antennas up, listening to the Holy Spirit when you're dealing in relationship. Now, um, remember, I talked about this last week, I believe. There are two uh, truths uh, we must look at. Number one, I said there are foundational truths. Somebody said foundational truths. And you always know what a foundation is. We build upon foundation. Amen. Amen. Now, the, now the Bible said First Corinthians. I stop there. Turn there for me. Turn there. Now we're gonna look at these foundational truths that we gotta build these uh, seven relationship upon. You gotta build them upon something, and, I, and these foundational truths. Number one, you got foundational truths. Number two, you got pillars of truths. Foundational truth and pillars of truth. Amen. Foundation is the bottom, pillar holds up the roof, holds up the, the, the frame. Amen? Amen? Now watch this now. First Corinthians chapter what? Three? Turn to chapter three. This is good stuff here. Cause you gotta, see, you gotta win people to Christ. That means, I, I, you, we gotta be like Christ first. In other words, cause we wanna win them, we wanna take them to dinner, we want, you know, we wanna unsaved to go to the movie with us, you know what I'm saying? But we move of our choices, so we always invite them. We invite them boldly. Come on, somebody. We invite them. So we control the environment. You see what I'm saying? Amen. 
And once you start that, you build friendship with them. They trust you. Now they'll follow you on the church. But so you got to, you have to uh, 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 control the environment. You can't let them tell you now. You can't let them invite you. Y'all, y'all don't get you. You cannot let them invite you to the Jew. No, they ain't got Jew joint no more. I'm old school. I've been saying about 20 years. What they, they still got Jew joint. I ain't know they still got Jew joint. Y'all done been. Where y'all know? How y'all know that? Oh, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm gonna talk to him after y'all two, after service. Cause y'all say, they still got him. I don't know how you know. 18 years ago. I know. But, but watch this though. Watch this. Watch this. Hear me. Watch this. You can't let them invite you. They may ask you, but you, no, we, we, we don't participate in that. I appreciate the offer, but I, I can't. We don't do that. But we can go to dinner. I, I buy and on me, you know. See, see, you, call, you, you gotta let the light shine because you're trying to win them over. Are you hearing me? You're hearing what I'm saying. But the, watch this. In any relationship, the foundation of truth. And one of the foundation of truth is this. Whenever you are in the light, whenever you are in the light, come on somebody, let me show you something now. Whenever I'm in the light, darkness cannot comprehend. But when I, but when I'm in darkness, I never go on the enemy's territory. Are you hearing what I'm saying? In other words, it's like this. If I'm going there to witness to somebody, I know I'm covered. But if I'm going there to partake in that stuff, then I'm uncovered. Look at this foundation, First Corinthians chapter three, and watch this. Cause you got two true, you got two true, you got foundation of truth, and you got pillars of truth. I'm just using it for example. You got more truth than this. I'm just using these two uh, examples. Chapter three, verse. Let's look at verse number nine. For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field. You are God's what building. In other words, you are God's house. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Watch this. According to the tabernacle, according to the grace of God, which was given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another build their own. But let each one take heed how they build. For no other foundation. I want you to see this good. Look good at, at verse 11. No other foundation can anyone lay that which is laid, which is Christ Jesus. In other words, you cannot lay another foundation when you come to building your relationships. You can't build your relationship on cliches. You have to build your relationship upon Christ, which is the solid rock or the word of God. No other foundation can anybody lay. So when I'm building a relationship, I have to build them upon the word of God. That's the reason that a lot of relationships are in trouble because we're trying to bring another foundation into the relationship. But the Bible says there are no other foundation that you can build upon but that of Christ. Lasting foundation. Solid foundation. Amen. That when the storms of life begin to come, you'll still stand. Amen. 
It's not. Listen, the only difference between uh, people who uh, have long lasting relationship and those who have short relationship is that the ones with short relationship, they they endure the storm. They gave up in the storm. Storms came to everybody relationship. But when you try to build upon another foundation, then that relationship won't last. If I try to build upon selfish of my past experience, it won't work. If Pastor Gwen try to build upon past experience or selfishness, it will not work. If she try to build a relationship based on what her mother taught her, it won't work. It won't work. Because now you're trying to bring in a substitute foundation when the Bible said the only foundation that we can build upon is that of Christ. As a believer, once I start building upon that relationship, then that relationship going to be solid and in the storm that come, we'll be able to weather the storm. So foundational truths is what we, we're looking at. Amen. Turn to Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7. And we're going to look, look at an example of this. You read it before you've seen it. But I want to show you something in this. Matthew seven twenty four. Therefore, whosoever hears these saying of mine and does them, I will liken to him a what kind of man? Wow. Who built his house upon what? Wow. The rock. Not a rock, but the rock. Now watch your word in here because it's very important that you see the instead of a rock. It's the rock. The rock of ages. You're talking about Jesus Christ here. The word of God is solid. So he said you built upon. He built his house upon this. This was his foundation in building the house. So when you build on your relationship, this is the foundation of solid rock. It's Jesus Christ. You build upon him. You build upon the word of God. Are you hearing me? Now watch this. He didn't just build upon by hearing. You don't build just because you hear. You build when you do. Uh, listen, you can talk about building a house all you want to. You can even have the architectural plans. You can have everything in place. You can have the lumber in the yard, everything, the nails, everything, the covenant. But if you don't do it, it'll never get built. So the foundation is based more on doing than it is hearing. Oh, boy, this Watch this now. The rain descended and the flood came. Watch this. And the wind blew and beat on that house. On what house? That house, the house that was built on the rock, was built on the foundation of Jesus Christ. Your relationship must be built on the rock. It must be built on the foundation of Jesus Christ. Because the wind will blow and it will blow hard. The rain would descend, and it would descend a long time, and the flood would come. But if I got the word, when the enemy comes in like a flood, oh my God, oh my, my, woo, you missed that. Oh, my, 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 my. Oh, my God. So the flood came, the wind blew and beat on the house, and it did not fall. It did not cave in. Why? For it was founded. On, not A. It was founded on what? Did it say the rock? The rock. rock. When I saw that, the, 
And still saying, hey. Yeah. Uh, I said, I see this, Jesus. Yeah. I see it's a lot of A. Yeah. Come on, somebody. Watch this now. Verse 26. But everyone who hears these saying of mine and does not do them. Listen, both people sitting in the congregation. Both people are hearing the word of God. Both people are quoting scriptures. Both people are hearing, both groups of people are hearing, but one did what they heard, and the other one heard it but did not do. So now watch this now. Look at this good. But everyone who hears these saying of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house upon another foundation. He built his relationship based on past experience, based on what dad and mom and them said. Oh, my daddy was a good man. My mama was a good man. Oh, my mama didn't do this. My daddy didn't do this. But no, that relationship going to crumble. Why? Because it's not the rock. It's a rock, but it's not. Y'all preaching good now. I might give you an offer. No, no, you hear what I'm saying? And that's what we do. We build relationship upon past experience. But you got to build upon the foundation, which is the word of God, Jesus Christ. That's what we got to build upon. Amen. What do the word says about this? We believers. What do it say? And, and what's this? And the flood came. Same thing happened to the other people. The rain descended. Same thing. The wind blew and beat on the house. Same thing. And it fell. And great was the fall. In other words, the same condition comes to all of us. What caused one to be standing and the other one to fall away? It's because they hear, but they don't do. What caused what call some to stand in the economical crisis and not got to get two or three jobs? Because some believe in tithing and giving. I'm saying it like I mean it right now. So that, that, that's, that's, that's why some stand. That's why, you know, favor still coming to folk. Let me tell y'all something while I'm on this. Folk got plenty of money. What y'all mean? I told him I need it. I need, I, see, I, I told him. Pastor Harry has need of it. So what Jesus said, if they ask you who, why you need that, why you need that duck and tell them that, uh, you have need of it. I got need of it. Oh yeah. I got need of it. I got, I got to touch lives for the kingdom. Amen. So, so, uh, when you hear it, just don't hear it, but receive it and then put it in practice. It's the foundation that calls you to stand. When everything else is falling around you, everything is trouble, everybody else is crying. They need to stop this. They need to do this. They need to do this. And I, and I, I'm telling y'all, listen at me closely. Education is good. But in the last, this last days, you're going to have to know God. You're going to have to hear God. See, see, I'm telling you now, listen at me good now. Oh man, you're going to have to hear God. God going to show you where everything is. God, God knows. See, the Holy Spirit knows everything. Come on. He lives in me. God is my father. Come on. Now, my, man, my father want me to have the best. Now, I mean, I ain't no punishment neither because I've been living pretty good. Come on, somebody. Uh, you'll catch that later. 
No, I mean, as far as I know, you know, I've been, I've been trying to do the right thing. So that means he ready to spoil me. Y'all kidding that later on. <laughs> he ready to spoil me. Amen. He ready to pour lavishes on you. I mean, to run it over. He ready to do it. He knows where it at. But we have to tap into him. I'm trying to help you now. Praise God. God will give you so much wisdom. You'll be surprised. How do you know what you know? You know, I ain't been to school for this. Wait a minute. Sometimes scare you. I ain't been to school for this. No, but God said, I'll show you. I'll show you how to do it. Oh, my God. Don't misunderstand me. Go to school. Get all the, the education you can. Get all the education you can get. But don't leave God out. Don't have a head full of knowledge and an empty heart. See, a theologian is study God, but he don't have a relationship with God. Some of them, some of them don't know God. See, anybody can study God. That's all theology is a study of God. Don't mean you got a relationship with God. Two different things. So you got to build every relationship on this foundation. Now let me let me go to the next one. The next foundation of truth we know is the Word of God. But in the Word of God, there have to be this thing called you and I tie. Unity. Somebody say unity. unity. You and I tie. It has to be. In any relationship, there has to be. In a successful relationship, it has to be you and I tie. That means you and I together in this. It's unity. In any of these seven relationships, if the foundation is not built upon Christ, and you're not going to unite in the word, it's not going to work. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The next uh, truth is what we call pillars of truth. Somebody said pillars of truth. Now, the pillars of truth is, uh, turn to, uh, Proverbs chapter 9. And this is just a, uh, text that I took. I want you to see this. And I'm gonna pick it back off of this. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to deal with these set. Well, I wanna deal with it tonight. Come give it a close right now. I'm out of time. Amen. Come on, give it up for Jesus. I'm out of time. Hallelujah. Come on. Thank you for listening. We pray that this message has been a blessing to you. As you walk in your God-given purpose, your support, love, and prayers are essential to Antioch Fellowship Church as we continue to reach the lost, make disciples, and enjoy life. Please visit us at www.antiochchurchonthemove.org.